Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li I'm listening to 49 of Rush Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, are you kidding me? We get back-to-back -back blowout wins by this 49ers team that has put us through it. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, it, it has not been... The team that we saw this week and last week is a very, very good football team. And you could say, well, the Jags, who cares about the Jags? And I agree with that sentiment. But whenever you can do what you just did in the NFL, which is rare, back-to-back -back weeks, it's impressive. The 49ers come out in amazing fashion, and they won from start to finish. Uh, this was never a, con a contest whatsoever. And if you listen to um, the 49ers hype speech that I did this morning before kickoff, I said that. Take them out. Take them out. Do not allow them... To feel like they they belong. Yeah, Sean, he says, hype video is undefeated. I love it, man. Um, and so, again, that's something that I just put out on YouTube. But it, it's important to assert your dominance start to finish. And that's what it was. The 49ers, the ball started bouncing our way. Penalties started going our way a little bit. And, and that's, I think, a testament to getting out of your own way. And even when we fumbled it, right? Jeff Wilson fumbles the ball. Jawan Jennings, who is incredible, mind you. Incredible. I love Jawan Jennings. I love the attitude. I love what he brings to the game. I freaking love it, man. And so the 49ers win 30-10. to 10. And thank you guys for joining us. And on top of that, what might be even better. So the 49ers are now at 500, right? We're 5-5. Five and five. Now, here, here's let, let's put it all into perspective. New Orleans is getting freaking boat raced by the Eagles, who we beat. So that's going to drop the Saints to 5-5, five and five, okay? The Carolina Panthers, man, they're back and forth, but they're down by three with three minutes left, okay? So if they lose that, that puts them to 5-6. and six. They'll be below us. Minnesota Vikings are currently tied 31-31 in the two-minute warning. And so if these games break our way, get this, okay? 
because we were talking initially that there might be an opportunity to tie if things go well for that seven seed in the playoff. Uh 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 uh, my friends. No. If those three games break the way we throw the Minnesota game out because we'll be tied with them if even if they do win. But if that happens, we could be tied not for the seventh seed, the last spot in the NFC, but for the sixth seed. There is a possibility we'll be tied for the sixth seed, not the seven. And having a little bit of wiggle room as we go down this stretch. That was not planned for at all. So a testament to this team, which we've looked really, really bad. And at our lowest points this season, the 49ers were, yeah, it, it was yuck. But this is awesome. And no team in the NFL has put up back-to-back weeks like we have. Now, can you keep that going? Because next week's going to be huge. Um, S1K Friday, thank you for the gift, man. He says, let's go. Don't forget to like, everyone. Appreciate that. Yeah, please like and subscribe. That helps us out the most. Uh, That helps our podcast significantly. So hit that like button. That'll help us out. But, man, it's just crazy to – and this is what the NFL wanted whenever they created the new rules for the playoff seating and all those things. Because it, what it does is it keeps fan bases engaged, right? Even though we were, what, 3-5 and five and just getting shut out by a JV group, the Cardinals, you didn't roll over and die. And whenever you hear things, you know, the, the rumors were like Shanahan lost the locker room, who's our leadership, all those things. And how do you fix it? You just win. You win. And it gets fixed. And so now you look at this team. Nobody's questioning leadership. Nobody's questioning locker room. Nobody's questioning play calling or anything along those lines. That's that's not on the docket anymore. Why? Because you got out of your own way. And the stars started being stars. And Garoppolo, let's give it to him. I mean, this is the fourth good game in a row. 16 of 22, 176 yards. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. He got sacked twice. That's 126 passer rating. Now, is he, you know, MVP? Nowhere near that. That's not his level of play. Efficient, efficient, efficient with no mistakes. You get out those mistakes. Now, did he have some bad passes? Sure he did. Did he miss Jeff Wilson wide open in the end zone on that first drive? Sure he did. Uh, Debo was streaking down the field. Did he lead him a little bit too much outside? Yeah, he did. But he did just a, more than just enough to be successful. Uh, he had two rushes for six yards. He had two quarterback sneak first down runs, or just one actually. And I thought it was funny too because one of those that that uh, it was third and two, <laughs> and he got greedy and still got it by a lot. So, man, Jimmy Garoppolo continues to play very very well. What's up, Brian Carter? He says, "Great way to finish my vacation. Watch the 49ers win big. I love it, man. Um, hopefully, you guys get home safe and all that stuff." Uh, Kali, what's up, man? He says, "Can your boy get a birthday shout out? We're victorious, man. Happy birthday, Mr. Young. Uh, maybe not so young anymore, but hopefully, it was a good one. You got to celebrate it with some friends and family. That is awesome. And this is something to celebrate. We don't get to see our team play very often. The NFL, there's not a lot of games out there, right?" And so this is awesome. I, I freaking love this. 30 to 10. You blew out a team on the road by 20 points. It's a big deal, man. What's up, 415? Thanks for the gift, man. He says, been listening to you since 2017. 
It's been two good wins. It's my birthday this week. Look at this. I love it. Let's get another W. John 49ers win, baby. I love it, man. Thank you for the gift, and I hope you have the best birthday week ever. What a great way to get it started. And here's what we're going to bookend your birthday week with. The 49ers are 2-0 currently the last two games. I think that this next game, we're going back to Santa Clara, which I'm excited about because uh, I'm going to get to be there this week. So if you are going to the game against the Vikings, which I think is the biggest game left on our schedule, it is quite possible, extremely possible, that it will come down to us and the Vikings for that 6-7 seed, and one of us might be left out. So that tiebreaker is going to be gigantic. Next week... I think it's the biggest week, biggest game left on our schedule. So um, now I'm I'm not throwing parties <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, my wife's cousin's getting married um, a, a, close to the area, and I was like, shoot, let's do this. But I'm going to the game. So uh, the wife and I will be there at the game. So we're looking for spots to tailgate. So if you're tailgating at the event this Sunday, man. Let's link up. Send me a message, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to come by and say hi um, and just hang out and just meet and whatever else. That's what we're always about, the community there. Um, so excited about that. And again, this week, we're going to have a lot of content coming out over here. Uh, 49ers Rush Podcast, we're not going to stop. We, we've got a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, we'll be bringing it all to you. But, man, I want to talk about this because I think Scott – Awesome comment right here. Awesome gift as well. Thank you. He says, hard to find anything to criticize about the win. Maybe Jeff Wilson going out of bounds too quickly instead of cutting outside. Um, looking forward to victory film. And we're going to be breaking down all that film on Patreon. So uh, as we do every week. But this one's going to be more fun because we even got to see the backups on defense. We got to see the backup on, on offense. Aaron Banks got snaps today, human beings. Aaron Banks exists. Trey Lance. And now he just handed the ball off and he had one run. But still, there is film to digest of the future. Diamador Lenore. Ambry Thomas. We we got guys in. Jalen Moore. He he played pretty much the entire game. Um, I, I don't think that he was as dominating as he was in his first uh, start. But he still played really, really well. So excited to see what that was in the film. And when Tart came back, we talked about this on the pod this week, right? Who who gets to go? I love, absolutely love. I've been very hard. My biggest critique against Kyle Shanahan is in roster management. What I mean by that is the 53 that you have, playing time and all that stuff. That's my biggest critique of him. And when Tart went back out there, I'm fine with Tart. Tart's not a bad decision. But I'm going to be honest with you, Huff has outplayed him. There's no doubt about that. A couple people came at me and I was like, he's given up a lower uh, passer rating. He's fewer missed tackles. He's got more big plays, more solo run stops, whatever else. But I love the fact that they alternated them series. And I thought that was perfect. That's exactly how you should handle that situation. I know Kyle Shanahan generally loves all of his linemen to take all of the snaps, offensive linemen, and all of his secondary to take all of the snaps. But sometimes you got to mix it up a little bit. And that's what they did. And so I, I love that. Absolutely love that. Uh, Sean, he says, hey, how is Cooper Cup in the MVP, MVP talks? And Debo, who's the second leading receiver of the season and does so much in the run game, isn't. The big reason why Cup over Debo so far is because the Rams have been competitive. To be in the MVP race, you have to be on a competitive team. Now that is starting to change as the 49ers approach 500, and you're exactly correct. 
Debo is by far one of the most dynamic players in the NFL. He's the best running back we have, and we have good running backs. He averaged 9.9 rush <laughs> yards per rush, and he was lining up in the backfield. It's not like they were all like jet sweeps or whatever. They were not. Eight for 79 yards and a touchdown, of course. Now, the crazy thing is he only had one catch for 15 yards. He's still shy six yards of a 1,000-yard season, receiving yards, right? Um, it would be the first one since Anquan Bolden for the 49ers. It's going to happen, but when a team's play man, that's not Debo's strong suit. That's Brandon Ayuk's strong suit, right? He creates separation. Debo's not a big separation guy, and, man, he got separation today, and uh, Jimmy missed him. It still hit him in the hands, but it it, it wasn't a good pass. It wasn't a great pass at all. Um but, yeah, you're right. Debo's going to hit it, and he cannot get enough praise. What he has done, it's exceptional. Now, okay, and I think that this is key. Elijah Mitchell's coming back. He almost played today. He went out and tested things before the game, um, catching passes and all those things. He's going to play next week. He's going to play. So now, Jeff Wilson, guess what? Jeff Wilson's good. We don't have an issue there. 19 rush attempts, 50 yards, only 2.6 per carry, but efficient. Now you get Elijah Mitchell back. Elijah Mitchell becomes the bell cow. You sprinkle in some Debo and Jeff Wilson. And shoot, Trey Sermon got 10 carries for only 32 yards. And he did look slow. You know, I'm talking with my buddy Benny. He's like, that's who Trey Sermon is. That's who Trey Sermon was at OU. That's who Trey Sermon was at uh, Ohio State. He's not a speed guy. He's a bigger back. He's a plotter back. And the things that set him apart is contact balance and vision. Again, if you're on our Patreon, just type in Trey Sermon on that search field, and you're going to get about five college films broke down just of him, several hours worth. And... Man, we, we spent a lot of time on Trey Sermon because we were expecting him to be the bell cow guy. Well, eh, that's not really exactly what happened, right? Um, but once his vision and once the game starts to slow down for him, that's where we're going to be able to see what he does. And we've been spoiled as 49ers fans with the running back position because we're used to seeing 4-3 guys. Debo, 4-3, 4-4 guy. Elijah Mitchell, 4-3, 4-4 guy. Um, Jeff Wilson's a little bit slower, but Raheem Mostert, 4-2 guy, right? Like, we've had so much speed so that whenever you see somebody like Trey Sermon, you're like, ah, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about this, right? Um, so that's there. Now, um, real quick, before I jump to some more questions, please let me know. Tag me so I can see there. Um, real quick, we've got couple things to talk about. The 49ers rush road trip. Oh, man. We're throwing the biggest party ever in L.A. So excited about this. Get your tickets. Get your tickets.
Man, go get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. And I've got to talk about this. This is important. Shout out to the faithful. Completely took over that stadium. Completely took it over. Ran their fans out of the stadium. And my favorite part of it was when Kyle Juszczyk made a catch on the very first drive. And you could hear the chants of Jews. Like, our fans get it. And we traveled, man. We took over that that entire thing. I wish it could have been there next year. Again, I have alluded to this. I, I'm, I'm teaching and coaching is going to be it for John Chapman. I'm not, I'm not doing it next year. Um, full time, 49ers Rush podcast moving forward. We're going to be invading every single time. So I ain't missing that one next time. I'll be there with you guys organizing the weekend, putting everything together. So shout out to everything that took place and everybody that was there. That was incredible. Luke. Thank you for the gift, man. Didn't like Debo playing running back in a blowout late in the third. I was thinking the same thing. Um, even when we put our backups in, man, we still had Fred Warner out there on defense. And maybe we don't have another Mike Backer. It's Aziz, I guess, would probably slide over. But, yeah, there's there's some issues there. Debo getting those snaps late. It, Kyle's Kyle's always been weird with that, especially after the Detroit thing and you know all of his second-half issues. Talk about Kyle's second half issues, right? Play calling, Super Bowls, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's it's rough. So the fact that we got to see Trey and all those backups, I loved it. And I'm very happy for it. But yeah, I didn't like it either. Uh, I feel like right there, man, just let Sermon get 15 carries in a row if you have to. Keep your guys healthy. Because now, everything is focused long term. Now the Vikings won, okay? So that's not ideal. So we're tied with them. Now, currently, New Orleans still down 18 with four minutes left. That game's pretty much over. And the Panthers are down six with a minute and a half left. So it's it's starting to really look like things are going to come to fruition with what the 49ers have moving forward, which is great. And we'll spend a lot of time talking about that. But currently, you know, I just refreshed ESPN. We're the number seven seed, baby. Um, the, the Saints are five and four. And we are, you know, <laughs> we're, we're right there. And so this is awesome. So currently, you know, we're the seventh seed. We own that tiebreaker because, and we own the tiebreaker over the Panthers, even though they're going to lose probably because um, we have the best win percentage in conference games. And this is going to be another conference loss if they lose this. And so the tiebreaker wouldn't even be needed. So again, we're channeling where we were at three and five. Now we're five and five and the perspective and the outcome looks different, right? Matt, thank you for the gift, man. Designed runs to put your franchise in a position to get another injury, broken finger, sprained knee. Um, yeah, he talks about Kyle's mistreatment of this young man. It, it, it's, it's problematic. It really, really is. Um, it really is. So, uh, Derek, he says, you get my email on the shirt selection. Yes, I did, man. Uh, that is going out to you today. I already put the order in. It should mail soon. Um, I know shipping's kind of weird right now. I'm not ghosting you, man. I got you. Uh, a Lannister always pays his debts. Don't have to worry about that, man. I got you. I got you. Uh, Matt, thank you. He says, Debo on Instagram Live is feeling himself. Love it. I'm excited to get some clips from that one. And again, we'll get clips from all the press conferences, all the stuff. You know where your one-stop sh one shot. There's lots of great 49ers content out there. We always want to make sure that we're providing the holistic entire uh, conversation so that because I know not everybody listens to, you know, six 49ers podcasts. That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Um, AJ, thank you, man. He goes, let's freaking go. We're back to looking like us. That's a manly, physical 
football that we continue to see from this 49ers team. It's very, very easy to, I don't know, like puff out your chest, right? Like, hell yeah. You just stomped two teams in a row. Two teams, back-to-back teams. And, and looked good doing it the whole time. Uh, James, Sermon looked very indecisive. He did. Um, and we start to see, perhaps, some of the reasons why Kyle Shanahan isn't, you know, playing him as much as we would have liked. But he got some reps today. And so now he's got something on film. And you can see it. I, I hate to tell you guys this. I don't see Sermon getting snaps once Elijah Sermon comes back. Like, he's going to go back. Elijah Mitchell comes back. Sermon's going back to where he was in the pecking order. Um, that's just the reality. That, that's, that's what's going to happen. Uh, Philip, he says, all the rookies got to play even Trey Sermon. I love it. Yes. Yes. Huff was great, as usual. Um, Trey Lance came in, got one rush attempt, extended it. And I love I love the fact that Urban Meyer didn't use his timeouts because, again, we bet big. Um, and, man, shout out to my bookie. Uh, real quick, let's talk about mybookie.ag. We bet with them. Use promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. We crushed it if you bet with us this week. It hasn't been the best year for our betting, uh, but we load all of our bets over on a Patreon account, patreon.com. Type in 49ers Rush Podcast to join us there. If you don't like it, we'll give you your money back, but that all goes to support the show. Uh, we hit our parlay where we 49ers to cover and bet the under. Nailed that one. We did a teaser with the 49ers and the Chargers. So we already hit half of that. Uh, most receptions, Kittle over Dan Arnold. We hit that. 49ers to score first. We hit that. So, like, if you bet with us, you didn't double up. You didn't triple up. You didn't quadruple up. We've, I think, five times. Uh, no, it might be four. Uh, quadrupled up our betting this week. So we do that every week. Um, again, that's over on Patreon. Patreon.com. 49ers Rush Podcast. And then, man, join us. I post the bets every single week. I love it. So, Phil, I'm with you. Rookies got to play, and they look good. Ambry Thomas, yeah, he got picked on a little bit. And you notice they didn't go after <laughs> they didn't go after uh, Debo at all. They didn't even touch his direction. And I think that's that's what we want to see. You know, the dude balled out. I think Debo is just going to be a player for us for a very long time. All right, here we go. The game is officially over. Washington won. Carolina lost. So, man, this so we are now tied. Uh, Washington won. Carolina lost. Saints are going to lose for sure. We're going to be tied for the sixth seed. That's happening. We are going to be tied for the sixth seed in the playoffs. That's incredible. I Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball hockey college basketball entries today on prize picks america's number one fantasy sports app and here's what's great it, it you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country including california texas and georgia on top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 
$100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Look at us, <laughs> right? It's, it's the, the uh, what's his name, uh, Paul Rudd gif, right? Like, look at us. Who thought, who thought we could do this, right? Who thought we'd be here? Dr. Blockopus, how good is Nick freaking Bosa? He's unreal. He got three holding calls against him, got one sack, and, man, he could have had two sacks. Now, and again, this is, this is an issue because the NFL ESPN stats has changed it. So initially, the full sack was credited to Arden Key. However, ESPN now has two sacks, so I think it might be one and a half sacks. So Nick Bosa either has nine or nine and a half sacks after today. We'll have to see what the official ruling is. Um, I'll have to look at what that is after I'm live here. Two tackles for loss, three tackles, three additional quarterback hits, three holding penalties. Nick Bosa's unreal. And you look at, again, this is one of the matchups within the game that we talked about. Josh Allen, hell of a player. Hell of a player. Pro Bowl lever player. And a lot of people going back to, I think it was 2019, yeah, the draft, were like, oh, Josh Allen's just as good as Bosa. No, he's not. How did it? Now, Josh Allen got 10 tackles. He was all over the place. No sacks. He got one tackle for loss, no quarterback hits. So, again, that matchup between the, – they, they don't play against each other, right? Because only one of them's out there on the field at the same time. But it matters to those two players. I guarantee you they're always linked, and they keep up with this stuff. And there's no doubt Nick Bosa just continues. And week in, week out. And I don't know if he's better as a pass rusher or as a run defender. Because it's just what he does. It's what he does. Shout out to Arden Key. Three consecutive weeks with a sack. Dude coming up out of nowhere. Coming up out of nowhere. And so we're continuing to get this elevated play from players that maybe we weren't we didn't have, you know, targeted as these key starters, but he is. He is. You know, Samson's been okay. Um, came out and started with the tackle for loss, which was awesome. But Samson's been okay. Arden Key has been much better. Much, much better. A lot better, in fact. Um, you know, Eric Armstead continued to play well. Fred Warner played great. Gotta give it to Josh Norman. Punched out the uh, the fumble, uh, which was a huge point, and just controlling the game, right? Just controlled it the entire time. And as the 49ers, and here this is something that I want to talk about, because as the 49ers now, we have to start focusing on, as fans, what's happening in the rest of the NFC, because we're dependent on so many other things. Uh, we control our own destiny, but the goal shouldn't be the seventh seed anymore. 
And to be realistic, you know, early on, we didn't think that there was any opportunity to, to climb higher. Well, guess what? The Rams are seven and three. We're five and five, right? So we're two games behind them, but we play them again. Like you can elevate, man, almost up to that five seed. Maybe, who knows? There, there are a lot of possibilities now. Now, you look at the Cardinals, they're 8-2. and two. You're three games back, and they beat us twice, so they own the tiebreaker. So they would need to lose at minimum four games, and then we would have to win out. So I don't think the NFC West is in play, unfortunately. However, there, there's some seeding there. And so what we did last week was the rush hour, which I want to play this real quick. Uh, this episode that we're going to do exclusively on Patreon is going to be focused on all around these teams in the NFL play, playoff seedings. Guys, excited to announce a brand new kind of movement within the podcast itself, and that's called the Rush Hour. This is something I can't take credit for this. People have been emailing and asking for me to do some non-49ers content, okay? So here's what's going to happen. We're going to be doing bonus podcast episodes. The first 15 to 20 minutes, still going to be Niners focused. But the second half of the rush hour is going to be more broad topics in the NFL. Power rankings, tracking rookie uh, quarterback development, seeing schemes and some tendencies, perhaps that's changing across the NFL. Uh, Coverage-based things, things like that. So the only place to get this is bonus coverage is going to be over on Patreon. So go to patreon.com, search for 49ers Rush Podcast. It's the only place it's going to be. Um, now, again, not taking anything away. This isn't taking the place of our regular programming. This is just trying to provide more value for the community that supports the podcast and is helping us to become a, kind of what we want it to be. So, uh, so best way to support the podcast is always on Patreon. So if you want a little bit extra NFL broad with some 49ers focus at the start, that's the place to get it. The Rush Hour is going to be kind of a bi-weekly thing over on Patreon. Support the show. Support the program so we can keep creating more for you. Thank you guys for all the support as always. Look forward to seeing you there. Now, um, so again, look forward to that. Again, that's over only on Patreon. And I do also want to say I'm going to start doing more kind of shorter videos on YouTube as well. So again, not changing any of the traditional podcast method if you listen to us on spotify or wherever it is all that material is still going to be there but we're elevating our game i want to do more short kind of five to ten minute kind of like what i did with the hype speeches before the games last couple times i've gotten some very positive feedbacks on that so if you want those kind of quick five to ten minute videos that's only going to be available on youtube so check that out. Again, just type in John Chapman, hit that subscribe, turn on that notification bell so that you can take part in some of those. Some of them will be live. Some of them will be pre-recorded because, again, I'm still teaching. So uh, I'll wake up early and put out a couple videos over some quick topics that I'll load and continue to do all of the traditional stuff as well. So uh, Patreon, YouTube, we're just trying to get out as much content as people want. And again, if you have ideas, always let me know. Uh, I'm always open to whatever. Juan, uh, the legend himself, want to say thank you, man, uh, for the gift as always. He says, would have loved to see Williams catch that touchdown of the end zone. There, there's so many funny parts to the tackle over. Trent Williams goes tackle over. And so now he's an eligible receiver and he runs the corner route zero separation. Miles Jack shut that down. Like there was, I love that Kyle called it. But Jimmy threw it kind of to a spot that you would a traditional wide receiver. And, like, Trent tried to, like, lay out for it, which scared the hell out of me. But the best part was 
Trent Williams motioned to come off the game because he was tired after that. Like like wide receivers do all the time. That was also I think KP um over at Niners Nation was the one that uh <laughs> tweeted that out, but that was hilarious. Um it would have been awesome to see him get that. No doubt about it. The best player on this team this year and you know, certified all pro guaranteed that's how good he's been and continue to be dominating fashion this game as well uh Juan goes on to say Jimmy misses those fades but can fit the ball in a flea's butthole up the middle you're not wrong you're not you're not wrong at all um and so we see Jimmy was good not great but a beyond above average if if we have a quarterback that comes out with a 126 quarterback rating week in and week out, which seems he's four weeks in a row now, four weeks in a row, you got to give the guy credit. I think you have to. We haven't talked about Brandon Ayuk yet. How dare me? There's so many facets to this win, right? The run game, the defense, plus two in the turnover ratio, all those things. But Brandon Ayuk, seven targets. Seven catches, 85 yards, and a touchdown. And his targets were key early. I know that it felt like we just stomped him, and we did. We won 30-10. to 10. That's a stomping. But that first drive, like, we it was, you were working it. And they were not easy first downs at all. And Brandon Ayuk was just unreal. Catching contested catches high balls low balls guys draped all over him making people miss yards after the catch he was just doing dirty work dirty work which with Debo in the backfield they're going to kind of focus their attention on him and Kittle both of them kind of went and did their thing and this is what's crazy right Ayuk seven targets seven catches George Kittle four targets four catches and so whenever you you're that efficient the fact that Kittle only got four tar targets, that's a little bit of a mistake. But we won. Uh, we were up early. We kept running, whatever else. But if four catches is fine. It, there's there's no If Kittle has four catches every game, that's okay. That's not a bad thing. I'd like it to be more, but that should be the floor. But whenever you're up that much, you kind of change your game plan and you just start running the ball. We, we ran the ball 42 times. I said in my breakdown before the game, don't expect him to run the ball 42 times. I was wrong. I was wrong because Sermon, I did not think, would get very many carries. He got 10. Debo, I thought, would get two to four. He got eight, right? <laughs> and so and then Trey Lance got three with the kneel and the quarterback run and all that stuff. So those numbers are a little bit inflated. But, man, you run the ball that much, it, it's, again, you're going to be in control of the game. And you look at the time of possession. 49ers, 38 minutes, 22 seconds. Jaguars, 21 minutes, 38 seconds. I mean, just complete overhaul. Plus two in the turnover margin penalties. We had one penalty for 12 yards. They had eight for 56. Eight for 56. Whew. Man, this, this was a good win, guys. And enjoy this. Enjoy this. Uh, Joshua says, John, how come you aren't hired as an analyst? Uh, I don't want to be hired by anybody. I, I'm really weird. Um, I work really, really hard, and it's a problem that I have that I, I kind of want to do my own thing. But uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, maybe if somebody offers me a lot of money. I actually turned down a pretty big job this uh, summer. I never told anybody about it on here. But uh, I, I got offered a really, really good job. Um, I would have had to move my family and would have been nice. But uh, it just wasn't 
just not ready for that yet. I would have had to walk away from 49ers rush. Um, and it would have paid me really, really well. But I said no. I said no. Um, Luke, he says this. Our run game better be on and healthy like it was against the Eagles. And that's a thing. The Eagles are a damn good football team. And, man, we won that game. That was a close one. Eagles, they're in playoff contention. They're playing really, really well. And so we, sometimes we look forward thinking we can't go backwards. There's some good teams in the mix. Washington, they beat two very good football teams in back-to-back -back weeks. Eagles, they're winning all over the place. And so, like, those teams matter. I mean, you're looking at Saints, Vikings, 49ers, Panthers, Washington, Eagles, Falcons. That's seven teams fighting for two spots. Every single team thinks that that's their spot. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, I'll tell you right now, the 49ers and the Eagles and Washington are all trending straight through the roof because they're beating some pretty good football teams. Now, Jaguars don't qualify, obviously, um, but, but that's just what it is. Uh, Jay says this, John, we all get excited about seeing more Trey Lance, but can you talk about how even in a game like this, where there's just a few snaps, he can take away a lot as far as learning. and Oh, man, it's huge. The pressure on third down where he had to keep, uh, runs up, it gets the first down. Just the feeling, the cadence, it's muscle memory. It's, it's so vi it's so key. And so I'm, I'm very happy. I was disappointed Trey didn't get any snaps last week whenever we were up by so much in the fourth quarter against the Rams. I love that they got the snaps that they did. Um, I would have liked another series uh, beforehand, but again, uh, Kyle's very conservative with that. Take that for what you will. But yes, it changes everything. Going through the motions of, all right, Trey, you're going in this series. Get warmed up. Like that process, the brain activity, the emotions, uh, just get the adrenaline, all those things calmed down and suppressed and checked so that you can know your assignment. Getting into the huddle, you know, commanding the respect of your teammates, getting to the line with the cadence, with a live audience against a live defense that's not yours, that you studied on film, which Trey did this week. And to be able to apply that, even if it's only for four to five plays, getting the experience of kneeling it down and feeling that victory, even though you didn't earn it, that stuff matters and stays with you. So it's very, very important. Is he getting as much experience as we would like? No, but this is Jimmy G's team this year. That's been clearly established. We're going into week 12. Anybody that's like messaging me, which should Trey start, which I'm still getting those messages. The answer is no. The answer is no. This is Jimmy's team. And again, this is Kyle speak, right? Understand where Kyle's coming from. Uh, but anyway, I'm excited because I'm going to be breaking down film like a madman this week. Uh, I hope you're with us over on Patreon so that we can do that uh, together and kind of go through those things together. But man, this is awesome. This is a great win. 2-0 two, two the last two weeks. 49ers are currently in a playoff spot, which is awesome. You just got to keep taking care of business. Next week, Vikings. Biggest game left of the year. Biggest game left in the year. I'm going to be there in Santa Clara at the game. So, man, hit me up if you guys want to meet up for a drink. That's always my thing. I, I love to just meet and build those relationships and community. So, please, uh, if I just reach out. Let, let's make this work. Thank you, guys. Huge win. We got a lot of content coming your way. As always, man, Faithful so strong today. But continue it, baby. Stay strong, Faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.